You're listening to the Major Pod Network, the only place where your favorite toy store, card shop, arcade, theme park, and arena are all on the same block. Scratch that major itch. The following announcement has been paid for by the Major World Order. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Major World Order. I am one of your hosts, Billy Peck, and with me is Husbar, aka the Major Market, aka Handsome Hustler, aka Heartbreak Hustler, aka uh, let's see, to celebrate AW Fight Forever coming out this week, fight for Husbar, and what this is. The big Jake Boski, the Sean Kemp of sneaker collecting, the major Mad Hatter Jake. Don't call me Gray Wyatt. Welcome to the latest episode of the Major World of Order podcast, where it's just too sweet. That is right. Thank you once again for joining us, or if it's your first time, thank you for joining us for the first time. Uh, no matter where you fall, a hundred and almost thirty episodes, or or number one. You know, we uh, we appreciate you being here, and thank you. Yeah, if you're not you already guys. following us on social media, please check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at Major World Order, YouTube.com/slash Major World Order, and Patreon.com/slash Major World Order, where for one dollar a month you get to know who the guest is in advance. You get to know or listen or watch the episode early. Uh, no one else gets to watch the episode. No, you know, it's not made public only for you Patreon folks. And then uh, for $5 a month, you get all of that. You get a bonus gift and a special once a month pop culture episode pop. where pop. we uh, pop. we discuss things within pop culture. And uh, Jake was not able to join us for this last one. He had... Uh, you know, some real big things happening in in other countries. Uh, it might have been um, an expedition to find, you know, the family of Giant Gonzalez to get him, you know, signed. In Argentina? To, uh, yeah. yeah. You know, to, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was overseas. You know, legends deal. Um, but, you know, more on that at another time. Uh, Husvar and I, we discussed the kind of uh, behind-the-scenes workings of uh puppeteering in film and television all kinds of puppeteering. it was kind of a fun deep dive uh you know a lot of people would maybe consider like puppets like oh you know you put your hand up and you move its mouth or you know marionettes or whatever but uh you know we we got into you know gremlins and ninja turtles and hobgoblins and you know all this stuff you know and ninja turtles like yeah, they're sued actors, but their faces are puppeteered. Right. right. Uh, so we got into all kinds of stuff, and I, I think it was a pretty fun episode. Um, oh, that's yeah, awesome. I a can't little, wait to all over. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it. I unfortunately, I my flight didn't get in till late last night, and uh, I, I had to go to work today. But uh, tomorrow, I'm definitely gonna check that episode out, and uh, you know, I'm very, very much looking forward to that. So yeah. I can't wait to hear that. So, yep, every month uh, on the Patreon, we'll do some different pop culture 
episode where, you know, we'll break down something, you know, within all of that. You know, Jake did an episode, you know, based off of a specific Nike shoe. I forget which one. Um, it was the Jordan 1. Oh, the Jordan 1. That, why not start at the beginning? <laughs> Next month is Jordan 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we've covered uh, the Batman franchise, you know, not just movies, but movies, television, cartoons, comic games, books. comic books, uh, yeah. you know, Ninja Turtles. Before the indie god even became a thing, we covered the Indiana Jones franchise. Yeah. Uh, and it was kind of funny the timing of that too. It was like the right. week or two before, like we yep. we just yep. did that. So, <laughs> yeah. so we cover all kinds of things. I don't even know how many episodes we're into that. Ten to twenty. Yeah, I was going to say so, yeah, now. probably. Um, yeah. Maybe not twenty. Well, how long has our Patreon been going? I don't know. Hmm. Well, a little over a year. Maybe. Maybe. It would have to. And we'd yeah. have to be, yeah, it'd have to, I mean, we do one a month, so at least 12 then. Yeah, somewhere around um, there. Yeah. But, uh, so, yeah, all kinds of fun stuff that we drop there for our Patreon folks. And yeah. then, uh, a couple things to talk about. Yes. I mean, let's just start with this. Yeah. See, there's, there's kind of two things. WF, the Major E Wrestling Federation, where uh, Major Marks, Joey Hudson, and Jonathan Presley Edge put together video game uh uh major marks you know all of our characters uh come to life so to speak in video game form they put us in these storylines and put us up against each other we film promos it's it's a fun thing for major marks to do and just an extension of the community and um major world order came out on top yeah 35 ship was uh, was our night uh Let's go ahead and talk about, I mean, my favorite match of the night was the tag team match uh, with you two. So let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. We won. We won. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was a a bit of a fight, but I mean, we made it through at the end. Billy Billy with the the pin. The hot tag. Yeah, with the The major bomb. Uh, Did that sneaky tag too, man. Yeah. Billy picked up that big motherfucker and slammed him down good. Yeah. What what was that called? The Billy Bomb? What was it? Major Bomb. Major Bomb. Major Bomb. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Los Phenomenos, AJ Styles, and uh, Hyrule. Uh, They were very, very respectable fighting champions. Yeah. They knew that we deserved a shot and they graciously gave us a shot and we yeah. came out victorious yeah I, I i do have to say i was there ringside and i did not like the fact that he put his hands on me you know outside the ring but i mean well, luckily i was i did that on purpose that way you know you guys had a slight advantage uh to, you know kind of yeah it make was some adjustments the heat and- of the moment <laughs> 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 but uh then after that Mm-hmm. Got to give a little credit, little shout out. Not an official major world order member, yes. yeah. but the head of security, oh, biggest yeah. Joe Ellis. Yeah, man. Beat some blue uh, brew world order guy yeah. named Dylan or something. Yeah. Uh, Dilbert Gottfried or something. <laughs> um, and oh, uh, biggest Joe won the United yeah. States title. Yeah, yeah man. Joe. U.S. champ. Hell yeah. Good and stuff. And then. Uh, well, don't don't forget about the J. George original. Well, right, I, uh, I think that was next. I don't yes. remember the exact order, but yeah, actually, that order. started first. Oh, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, first. That's right. I think, yeah. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that was first. I 
think my match was second. Then oh, it was you're Joe, right. Yeah, then yeah. It was Joe's, and then you then you guys were next. Okay, yeah, I okay. think it's how yeah. it went. Oh, a little out of order. But, yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, but yeah, we you know there was a lot of speculation that a uh, major world order member was joining J George Oration X, and mm-hmm. uh, it happened to uh, well. And before we get there, for people that don't yeah. know, J George, who has been a thorn in Husfar's side for a long Forever. time, Forever. put together a group, Giant Gonzalez. Danhausen and Shawn Michaels and teamed them all against us. All of our favorite wrestlers, he pitted against us. And then he said that a member of the Major World Order was going to side with them. Jake? Yeah, so it ended up uh, being the War Machine Rhino uh, had joined uh, J. George Ration X. And reason for that was is if you go back to the MWO history uh, tapes, there, we, we actually interviewed Rhino. Um, I don't remember what episode it was exactly. Maybe 72 or I'm something like sure. that. I, I don't know, somewhere around you're there. you're talking, but, I'll yeah. find out. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so um, I I had got into contact with him uh, via one of my personal friends. And originally he was under the impression that I wanted him to actually join the MWO and, like, record with us on a weekly basis, which – uh, you know, yeah, that'd be great, but that's you know, I did not ask that, so there's a little bit of a miscommunication there. On, but he was actually willing to hear us out yeah, instead of just yeah. saying no. Yep, right. yep, it was it was pretty episode cool, so. sixty two, by the way, sixty two. Okay, yeah, so uh, <laughs> so that happened, and then, but uh, obviously in the MWF, he he thought he was you know yeah. part of the MWO, and he, I mean, he had the shirt and everything, came down <laughs> the ring, and, uh, yeah, he and lived there, so got all of our favorites to leave the spell of Jay George and yep. they're, they're back on our side. Thank That's God. right. Yes. Thanks Rhino. Thank Thanks, you Rhino. Rhino. You're the best. And then Jake. And then well, yes. Jake's and then um, my yeah. favorite match. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Um, you know, uh, Alan Adams, uh, hell of a competitor. You know, I have to give credit where credit's due. Um, he has been the um, hard foundation, hardcore champion for quite a while now. And, he he put in the work and, and defended that championship. Um, I mean, he he was working hard and uh, he just couldn't get it done the other night. You know, um, he he was he was putting boost to asses to me for sure. And then I just said, you know what, enough's enough. And I I got the table set up and I picked that big son of a bitch up right through the table. Yeah, and fucking Jack Tunney turned it into a tables match all of a sudden yeah. i wasn't prepared for that no you know but uh you know i had to do what i had to do and uh yep. get it done and uh make sure that all of us left with gold that night so um you know that, that was that was pretty awesome uh definitely definitely the highlight of my night and i also know um there was another another i mean there's if i'm not mistaken i believe every title match i believe there was a title change in, in every yeah. every match um i'm pretty sure yeah so i i you know, I, I really don't care for this guy too much. Uh, he and I have had some issues in the past, but I will give credit where credit's due. And, and I, I, I have to respect him. Uh, Rob Buck, congratulations on, yep. yeah, congratulations on your uh, MWF Heavyweight Championship win. Um, 
you know, maybe maybe somewhere down the well, line we we might have to do a champion versus champion or yeah, you know so he's I, been asking you for a match for a while. Yeah, so. yeah. So now now I'm gonna have to ask him for one if, if I really want that, you know. But title uh, versus to title. my uh, yeah, maybe, but, uh, my maybe. top contributor brother, you know, goes goes out to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, yeah, Joshua Stapleton won the 35 shifts. Yeah. Yeah, That's two I major mean, club guys. Uh, he's got number yeah. one contender. I mean, geez, if they so. take another major club guy and and three on three, put all the gold on the line. Ooh. I mean, that might be something too. We might have to do, but uh, but we'll see. We'll see. What we'll, you know, who yeah. knows what's going to happen in the future. Yep. But uh, let's move on to one more thing before we bring our guest on, yep, and yep. that is uh, Pocket Pals. Yeah, major verse. The major verse. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, let me get the exact name of it, but if you are, um, you know, a major mark and you like to support other major marks, Mm -hmm. you got to check out what Nicholas Christian and Joe Dumas and, uh, Kinsra Keel are, are working on. And that's the, the major verse pocket pals, which is just, uh, essentially their version of, you know, the old school muscle, yeah, figures right. The little, the little, you know, muscle little guys. rubber guys, and uh, you know, series one just officially came out. Yeah, this past Friday. Yeah. Usmar, you got them in hand. I ordered them what like two days ago, and they were here. Today. Yeah, so they're. Awesome. I, I would say the if you're not in the group, um, in the the major wrestling figure podcast Facebook group, um. Check them out on Instagram. It's it's K Fabe. Uh, so it's it's a mix of K Fabe and K B toys. So K A Y F A Y B E E uh, collectibles, uh, and they'll you'll be able to see how you can order them. But uh, yeah, Husfar, tell us who it all comes with, what you got, and all right, I'm opening the we'll box now. So we got this little insert. Um, Right here, awesome. it says, I'll show more of it in a second. Majorverse Pocket Pals, thank you for purchasing Series 1 of the Majorverse Pocket Pals. We truly appreciate your support and want to remind you that 100% of this sale went to the family of Joe Ryan. We hope you'll join us as we expand the Majorverse. So it has Series 2 and Series 3 listed. Series 2 is... The MWO, Husvar, Billy Peck, and Jake Wyatt. And Series 3, which is, uh, as Billy said earlier, it's newly announced, right? This is brand it is, new. Yeah. Just announced. Yeah. Um, Super Gabby, Shawnee, and Sunil187. Yeah. So there's uh, us. Yeah. And there's Series 3. It looks like uh, Super Gabby is holding maybe an action figure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Shawnee is doing yeah. his version of the the major mark pose, mm-hmm. and Sunil, I believe, is flipping off. off. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I think Sunil's eating a Whopper. If I'm not mistaken, that's what it looks like. <laughs> oh, in that most likely. Yeah. That would make sense. A little so, cheeseburger time. I'm gonna show <laughs> off the um, the inbox and then go to the Lucy's because I bought one min on card nice. and one uh, set of loose. And nice. wait, there's an extra one here. I think they messed up. Hold on. So we got this packaging here. It looks exactly like 
It reminds me of like the WWE ones they did and mm-hmm. the original uh, Monster in My Pockets and Muscle Men. Yeah. Uh, still kind of blue. Same oh, blue. I love how the bubble's like, this has pocket pals. And yeah, it's like, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, in yeah, case you can, can't really yeah. see it. Um, and then, it, you know, David C. Anderson, Joe Ryan, and sure. Jason Walsh. And they're in there kind of loose, which is what they were like back in the mm-hmm. day. So it's authentic. Yep. Um, yeah. There's the KFAB logo. Nice. Kind of like KB Toys, which is That's cool. awesome. Um, and then on the back, collect them all, made in the USA. That's cool. The old, old school uh, kind of KB looking logo. Yeah. Collect them all. Very cool. All right. So let me do this quick. <clears throat> okay. And you know, again, you know, it's Joe Ryan uh, is one of them. And, and I actually have uh, one of the him prototypes. Right here. So here's the finished Joe Ryan. He has the blue tint because a lot of his colorization was usually blue. Um, you know, for those who aren't aware, uh, Joe Ryan was a big part of the major wrestling figure pa- podcast community, and he he unfortunately passed away. Um, but um, he was a huge Rey Mysterio mask, so he's wearing a Rey Mysterio inspired mask, and then um, his forever fight. Joe Ryan or Joe Rhino yeah. shirt. The the camera's not picking up good, but it, when you right. have it in person, you could see it, and it's very detailed. Yeah. It's awesome. Yep. So there's one. That's cool. Um, then we got this one looks like David C. Anderson breaking up the fight. Nice. Yep. From Live 8 when uh, Nick Gage came and jumped in and tried to attack people. Uh, yeah. There's a famous on, gift made by Juan Miguel Rosa where, yeah. Uh, yeah, David C. is, you know, trying to push every weight. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, you know, former, you know, commissioner. So, the uh, face uh, perfect on yeah, it. Yeah, a great addition yeah. to Series 1. Uh, okay. Then we got this one must be Justin Walsh. It's all taped up. They did a good job uh, packaging these. I will sure say they don't too. get all busted up. Yeah, yeah especially man. like they were packaged with my min on card, okay. and oh, okay. um, and they um, they did a great job on it. Like nothing nice. was damaged. The cards mint. Cool. Sorry. Ugh. Sorry to our guest. <laughs> this won't come out. There we go. Okay, and uh, Justin Walsh, the major mark, the major mark with his trusty camera. Yeah, and backwards baseball cap. He was actually just on uh, the captain's log with with sh- uh, shoes, Captain yeah. Joe shoes, and uh, you know even uh, gave us a shout out. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know it was a, a pretty nice episode. You know a lot of times uh, captain's log is bringing on you know someone you know connected to you know Matt Mark or Brian. And, yeah. you know, like a famous wrestler like Effie or, or someone like that. Sure. Deanna. But, uh, you know, Deanna, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, Justin, you know, uh, has become a huge part of the community. He yeah. writes a lot of uh, songs or records a lot of songs mm-hmm. for them and, and oh, yeah. you know, is photographer and does America the Beautiful at FWF. Yeah. And, very talented. You know, a very uh, you know official part of you know um, the major pod crew um, in a lot of aspects and mm-hmm. and uh, so it was neat to be able to you know because um, when we had him on he had uh, you know that was pretty early on he hadn't really early, done yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if he had done like FWF and no, and all no, that it was. Yeah. I hate. I still hated him at that point. Well, <laughs> and that's what he said. He's like, <laughs> you know, my. Uh, he's like, you know, the MWO was formed yeah. out of their mutual hatred for me that's winning right. the contest. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it was it was cool. Like I said, you know, you can hear like his early beginnings with the pod on our show, and yeah. and then go and listen to the captain's log yeah. and hear how yeah, he's. For sure progressed along all yeah. these you know all this time uh so anyway he there's has an, there's an extra. figure in that yes yes justin it looks cool with the camera the you know the details on the little camera the lens and everything nice. there's one more in here it, it's purple so i think it's another justin mm. Mm. there's no camera it's me it's you it's what? you it's, it's your it's prototype me. i guess I, what <laughs> look Oh, dude, it is you. With the belt. And he's got the weight oh, belt. Man. My championship. Wow. They got my hair. Yep. Wow. Curling out of my hat. My beard. <laughs> nice, dude. No, that's awesome. Wow. That's sick. So they must have uh they must have sent you the prototype. My uh my shipment uh comes tomorrow. That makes me wonder if I'm gonna have a a little peck a little in bit, there. A little peck. <laughs> a little peck well, to a little peck to a little peck. Hey. hey. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, this is my first action figure. It's pretty surreal. I don't deserve one. <laughs> oh, but on, I appreciate man. it. Um, you know, them for thinking of us for series two. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty cool. It's Gee, pretty mind blowing. Never thought yeah. in a million years. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, I hope you guys get yours and your packages. I'm, I'm tracking my package right now to see where it's at. <laughs> yeah, but where's your mail at? <laughs> what do you mean? Nothing. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, no, very cool stuff. Uh, you know, make sure that you're checking them Thanks, out. Thanks, guys. Um, very much appreciated. That's awesome. And, Thanks, Nick uh, and and um, Kendra and Keel and Kendra, Joe. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. You know, and and the other thing, this first series, um, all proceeds go to Joe Ryan's family. Yes, um, there's still some sets left. Yeah. So please let's sell them out. Yep. Let's get that. Let's get somebody to Joe's family more. And, and you know? I, I mean, I they they posted it, so I I feel like it's safe to say it. But oh yeah, absolutely. So far, they've raised like around a thousand dollars. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be a nice little, uh, care package to, mm-hmm. uh, or, you know, money order or something, whatever yeah. to send to, yeah. you know, Joe's family. And, you know, uh, it, it's been a, it's been a couple years now and it makes yeah. me wonder if his son is gotten into wrestling how far, all, or... well, how far along he is, you know, with mm-hmm. school, college. you know, like right. could help with going to college mm-hmm. or, or sure. heck buying him wrestling figures, you know, yeah. whatever <laughs> it is they decide to do with it. Great. Sure. So, um, that's cool, man. I love it. Anything else? I think that's pretty much I it. That's it. No, I believe that's it. All right. Let's, we, we kept him waiting. Yeah. This is like the longest intro we've ever yeah. got. So <laughs> we apologize. Sorry, man. Please welcome Danny Blanco. What's up, guys? No hey. apologies needed. <laughs> Happy to be here. Yeah. Congrats on the upcoming figures. Thank well, you. Thank awesome. You. Good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you know, like, you came into the group a little too late. You know, you, we could have used you for some really nice reference shots. Yeah. Uh, you know, because uh, another, uh, you know, photographer, you know, coming into the group, 
Um, yeah, we'll definitely have to get into some discussion about that. Um, but uh, I could have provided uh, that badass Husfar photo next to Cole Cabana. Yeah, that's true. Photo. That's like <laughs> one of my all-time favorite photos of me. <laughs> well, you know, both you know Husfar and I, yeah, worked. You know, FWF. Danny was there taking amazing photos and. Your work is both of our profile pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so. You with the killer suit, man. Awesome suit. Thank you. Jake, Jake you weren't it. there, but I believe yeah. there was a fuck Jay White chance. Someone tried yes. to start somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that I, was funny. Yeah, I, I heard that. <laughs> uh, haters going to hate. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm still new to the group, so learning the inner workings of the whole thing. But, yeah, it's been uh, awesome coming along and being really welcome to the community. And I uh, yeah. just really want to extend my uh thank you to you guys for having me on it's been uh, oh sure like I, said, I think coming up on five months joining the group been awesome. listening to the podcast since day one but uh from the moment i joined i was like oh so this is what everybody's talking about this sense of community and everybody knowing okay. each other and, you know the, the podcast is the tip of the iceberg it's so much deeper it goes once you're in yeah. the group well I let's just, oh, i was just ahead. gonna say what just what when i um because we you know we'll talk more about it later but when i you know i kept running into you like everywhere i was going and then we just started talking and everything um i knew you'd be like a great great fit for the group just because i felt like you'd meld with everyone and and looks like you did <laughs> seems like it yeah yeah oh uh, yeah you, it was funny because if you go to enough like events you start seeing the same faces and then it, it took a while before i realized you were the husvar um, <laughs> thanks because, uh, yeah, like I said, listening to the podcast alone is just the tip of the iceberg. But just through that, uh, all your names I picked up on. So Jake Wyatt, Billy Pack, Husfar, um, mm-hmm. to the point where like I thought your name was Husfar. <laughs> it it oh. is. It's just my well, last name. first name. <laughs> yes. And then at first I thought maybe it was like Husfar. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, hey, I'm Andrew. I'm like, I don't know who that is. He's like, I'm Husfar. I'm like, oh, You're I got gotcha, you. Gotcha. <laughs> That's it's fun. weird. Like I'll I'll say, oh hey, I'm Drew, and then people are like, who's Drew? You know? And I'm yeah, like, that threw me off. <laughs> or when I met uh Ron, I'm like, I don't know who Ron is. Like, oh, right. purple best wishes guy. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of sense. <laughs> I love right, it. and and that's yeah, it's so funny. Like you know, uh, I've come to know that that Husfar largely goes by Drew and is okay with Andrew. Um, yeah. No, Andy. Don't. Don't call him Andy. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, it you go by Facebook names, you right. know, when you get to know each other in the group, you know, or a, a nickname that has been given to <laughs> to you. Um so yeah, you know, when when he introduces himself as Drew or has like, you know, a wrestler sign something to Drew, it's like, wait, what? Anyway, right? <laughs> Sometimes I just don't want to explain, like, because I have to, like, I have, like, a notepad that has Husfar written on it because it's, like, like, Adam Cole messed up one of my 8 by 10s He thought the V was a B, and then he, like, fixed it, so I started Husbar. So oh I started gosh. putting on a notepad and just showing people, and then, like... Sometimes I just get sick of having to explain, like, oh, it's my last name. That's why everyone in this community calls me, blah, 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 blah. So I'd be like, I'll just make it up to Drew or whatever. Yeah. I think uh, Matt actually started that, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, because I remember on a, a couple of very I, early vlogs when uh, Andrew would walk up, he, you know, but hey, what's your name? So like, Andrew Husfar. He's like, Husfar. I, you know, I think it was actually Brian. Or was it Brian? Yeah, it was okay. Brian. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, it was from the the card breaks. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, card oh, yeah. breaks and and uh, yeah, and so that was real early on. Oh yeah, that was uh, way before this. It's funny. This is uh, this is about Danny, but somehow it's all about Hussar. <laughs> he's like, no, he's like listen, guys, I've been here for a half hour already, and you guys just keep talking about yourselves. You're throwing your action figures in my face. I mean, please get to me, please. <laughs> I'm really good at deflecting because I don't like talking about myself. I'm like, talking about you guys, but yes, well, I, I do want, have any questions. More than I, I, I want to, I want to, I do want to talk about that uh, beer you're drinking there, little mm. Steve Weiser. Uh, yeah. We don't have them around me. Which one? Oh, Broken oh, Skull. Skull. Dude, those are my favorite. I, so I can't cool. find them anywhere. I like well, the American what? Lager. That's that's. I have to try that still. Is that more of a traditional beer, or I guess, I guess well, I, I guess I don't I don't know what lager. What's a, what's a yeah. lager? Uh, I'm not a beer guy, but it's a lot. It's smoother than the IPA. IP, IPA gets pretty bitter. I'm sure, if there's yeah. any like beer hmm. aficionados, are probably like, cringing a lot right I've, now. But uh, yeah. I know how to drink them. I don't know how to talk about them. Mm. But uh, yeah, like I'm not. I'm actually not a real big fan of lagers. But it's more of a yeah. It's like a smoother style beer. IPAs definitely are real hoppy and you know just actually have a bitter, nasty taste. I know enough, you know, about all that stuff. So like about the IPAs and whatever, just because I have a lot of friends that. Yeah, you know, it's the more fancy flavored. Yeah, beers. and then yeah, then you got like versus like your more like domestic yeah. drafts or whatever. Right. Yeah. So well, I guess I, think, I thought lager was more that style, but I guess not. No, opposite. Yeah. I think it's a lot smoother, a lot lighter. Yeah. But, Interesting. Um, yeah, they're they're floating around New York, uh, nice. so they're easier to get nowadays. I usually get like a four pack and take them to like any pay per view viewing parties oh, I go yeah. to, oh, nice. or WrestleMania parties, stuff like that. Had some leftover and. uh as I said before, the podcast started. This is my first podcast appearance yeah. ever, so a little yeah. liquid courage to help with the interview. <laughs> oh yeah, go. got to make it wrestling related. Are you gonna? You're, you're a Northeast guy, right? I am Queens, yeah. New York. Queens. Okay, so are you? Uh, are you gonna try and go to that um, Jersey hangout thing? Oh, for sure, for sure. I definitely am gonna try to get to that. <clears throat> um, I don't. Uh, tickets are on sale soon, right? And they go on sale limited. June thirtieth. Friday. So for people that are listening to this, uh, you know, on Thursday when it drops tomorrow, tomorrow. twenty I bucks definitely... only sixty tickets available. They will be uh, available at eleven thirty p.m. Eastern for all all major WF Pod Patreon members, and then noon for everyone else. Can't beat that. I have bucks. to know all that information. Yeah, so. still... <laughs> well done. Well done. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, I was at a major New York the event they did uh, I think a couple of years ago at this point. Um, then you guys, is anyone else? I know Drew is in the tri-state area, but um, mm-hmm. you guys weren't there, right? No, I'm in the um, Iowa, Nebraska area. Jake is in Florida. The so. first uh, major uh, hangout in New York was awesome, and at that point, I was not in the Patreon group, mm-hmm. uh, not in the Facebook group. So I just kind of showed up. I knew Matt and Brian, maybe a couple sure. other people. Uh, Technically, that's where I met Ron the first time, but I didn't know oh, Ron. Um, right. But it was really, really cool. Just a night of hanging out, drinking. I think Matt and Brian both said it best. It's like not putting on a live show for us. It's more just hanging out with us, shooting right. shit. And uh, I think I talked to Brian for a while that night about Hasbro uh, Defenders, just you know, getting some for a mm. two-pack, which I hear is coming down the pipe from them. Mm, but just nice. that's the kind of stuff we're talking about. And it's really cool that, you know, despite everywhere Matt and Brian have been, 
we get everybody gets in the room we start talking about action figures which is a really really cool uh kind of relationship to have with them but uh Mm -hmm. yeah the first one can't speak highly enough about that so definitely going to try to make it to this one jersey and if anyone's in the area i highly recommend it i can't wait to go i missed the first one but i will be going to this one yep yep uh well let's go ahead and get into those first questions all right t so our uh, our first question is usually um, how did you first get into wrestling and um, what were some kind of wrestling collectibles that you first had growing up? What you know while you were getting into it. So I think with like a lot of kids, I'm a I'm a child of the '90s. Um, I had a lot of Hasbro figures before I was even like into wrestling officially. Um, just remember having like Jake the Snake, Million Dollar Man. Those are like to me like talk about Mount Rushmore of like action figures. Mm-hmm. Those Hasbro's are like, you know, just epic. With Jake, just having the like the snake accessory was just like, oh, yeah. oh this is so cool looking, and just had tons of those figures. So that actually, uh, I got into before I watched any wrestling at all. Hmm. Um, and then uh, I would go spend some time at grandma's, and she had an upstairs tenant. It was a family, and there was a kid about my age, and he uh, he's the one to put me on to wrestling. Uh, I think we watched like whatever was on Sunday mornings. I forgot the name of that show. I think it was like wrestling. Challenge, challenge. yeah, challenge. wrestling challenge, WF wrestling challenge, yeah. And so that was my first uh, exposure to wrestling, and he was a hardcore uh, wrestling fan, and he was like really, really pushing on me. Um, and I was mm-hmm. really young at the time because I remember him telling me, he's like, comes on at twelve noon," and I remember looking at the clock; it was like twelve ten. I'm like, "I missed it. Oh man, maybe next it. week." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because in my head, wrestling lasted ten minutes, so I was like, "Oh no, it's not twelve o'clock." But uh, so that was my first exposure to it. I remember seeing like a segment with King's Court with Owen Hart on there. That was yeah. with, uh, Jerry Lawler and Brett were feuding. And nice. then uh, a couple of years later, maybe later that year, I, my friends at school were really into wrestling, and they put me on to uh, Monday Night Raw. And the first mm. Raw I ever watched was a, I believe it was a twenty man battle royal to crown a. Or the last two contenders for a new intercontinental champion came down to Razor Ramon, Rick Martel, mm. and I was super invested in that. And uh, that was just to determine the last two contenders. And then the following week, they would have the match, but I was hooked from there on out. And that was like my first true exposure to wrestling. Huge awesome. Razor Ramon mark after that. And uh, yeah, basically, I've been watching wrestling every week since. <laughs> Would you say, like, growing up or, you know, as you're getting into Razor Ramon was, like, your absolute favorite? Or did you have any other absolute favorite, like, wrestlers? Uh, Razor was the first guy I was really first. into. But but, uh, but that, my top two guys were Brett and Sean. And mm-hmm. I think Sean wins out just a little bit. So I didn't know that Drew was a big uh, HBK fan. So, uh, so that's, uh, yeah, we share that taste. But, um, yeah, Sean Michaels, I think, probably guns to my head. That's my favorite wrestler of all time. And the even bigger HBK fan is Billy, right? Right down. Uh, hey. He has. Uh, he's trying to get like every action. No, 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 no. That. <laughs> well, tell, tell him about your tattoo. Uh, well, of the, him the, on your butt cheek. Uh, left yeah, butt cheek. You got the, the, pose. the no, the broken heart. Oh, the geez. zebra stripes. You just haven't filled in the stripes yet. <laughs> yeah, it's just the outline. That's not true. Good. You'll get there. Prove it. Show, show us. I don't believe you. <laughs> but no, no, he is he is my all time favorite wrestler, and the reason why I got into wrestling, and I have sixty some figures of his. Maybe. Wow. Well, he's got the hairy. <laughs> I do the flock. That's that's <laughs> kind of gross. Right kind of awesome, but kind of gross. <laughs> gross. Hey, if you're gonna be a super fan, you got you got it. You, you can't pick and choose. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> um. 
what were some other toys that you collected besides wrestling as well growing up? Uh, I was a big fan of the X-Men, so the X-Men yeah. toy biz stuff. I had those. Um, I have, like, shelves back there. Nice. Some X-Men stuff. Um, I think those. All the, I was a big Marvel fan, so the Spider-Man uh, line was a big thing I collected. Uh, and that's when I was, like, kind of, like, aware of what I liked. Before mm-hmm. that, I would get uh, – my parents just buy me toys or whatever or anything. Uh, I know last week you guys were talking about, like, Brave Star and, like, mm, uh, Silver Hawks and stuff like that, which I, I have vague memories of watching the shows but not being super into it but i had some toys yeah but, uh, yeah i think it's once i got into, like the 90s it's like batman the animated series uh yeah. x-men animated series those are like my jam yeah hell yeah yeah same with pretty much all of us yeah we all grew up with those so i think we're all on the same page with how amazing they were yeah for Did, sure now does does your um you growing up with all that stuff does it translate into your collecting nowadays like do you go after marvel legends and or or any dc multiverse figures too because of that nostalgia the marvel Legends stuff especially when they shifted the packaging to like the retro style it's like big Mm -hmm. big temptation man but i think like any other collector real estate is always uh our downfall so uh, yes i i I started with the marvel legends had a couple Mm -hmm. had a lucy collection I uh, wanted to keep a mint on card, but uh, it's just not going to happen through real estate. Right. Um, the one thing I collect right now that just takes up so much space is it's in, losing storage bins is uh, my Hasbro mint on card collection. But, oh, um, nice. But yeah, but the modern stuff is just so awesome. I wish I could collect like all of it, but there's no room. Uh, Super 7's yeah. got some cool stuff with like the Simpsons and the Thundercats stuff. Um, yeah, and the Batman stuff. DC Multiverse stuff I haven't gotten too much of into, but... Um, yeah, all the modern stuff. Major, major FOMO. Oh yeah, yeah. With um, Billy, at one point, like Billy knows, I you know was like, I'm gonna collect one of or every MCU character, at least one, and then it got harder and harder, and I kept like changing my rules like 20 times on like which ones, and because I'm like, oh, I need this Captain America, but I need this Captain America, but I need World War II Captain America. Right. It so started like, with it just like I'm gonna pick like my favorite captain america and then i have one captain america to represent you know each movie character and then he's like but i need this one and i need it's like (laughs) stop i need avengers captain america i need the the final end game captain america i need world war ii captain america anymore i can't yeah i was like that with funko pops with the mcu stuff and then kind of ended up with like we set these rules just to be broken It, it just does not happen it was like same thing, like one Captain America, and then it somehow became a. I need a Captain America for Phase One, then I need one for Phase Two, then you know get the Endgame uh, Captain America, and I did that for each of the core Avengers. Um, and now it all lives in a tote somewhere in the bin. Never see it. <laughs> and we we all fell for this the scheme. You know they they changed the characters' looks in these movies on purpose to sell toys. So we all fell for it. <laughs> Tale as old as time. Yes. Yep. Um, so now how did you first, uh, get introduced to whether it was Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, or Matt and Brian was your first kind of experience discovering them? Uh, obviously I saw them on WWE TV as the major Mm. brothers. Um, and at the time, safe space, I think Matt and Brian both know I love them. Uh, (laughs) That was like WWE CW. And when they debuted, I was like, oh, this isn't like. (laughs) cool ecw right <laughs> here's these two like super vanilla baby faces i don't know what's happening here um but whatever i watched and uh kind of that was my first exposure to them 
I mean, uh, same for me, but similar feeling as like, and and they won their debut match against like one of my favorite wrestlers at the time. You know, was uh, Marcus Corvon, who was Monty Brown in in TNA, and I was like, who the hell are these guys? But then I was like, I think I kind of like them. <laughs> so I was all in when they similar feel. Oh yeah, yeah, similar feelings. So yeah, so that was my first exposure to them, and then uh, obviously I was there for the 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 roller coaster that was Broski's, like mm-hmm. woo woo woo, you know it, and internet stuff. Uh, I was in all in on his YouTube stuff, and uh, I remember that was a kind of my first exposure to a lot of like the insider germs and stuff because some of the early humor kind of went over my head. I think I remember yeah. one time him like drawing money and being like, "Look, I can draw money, I can draw money." I was like, "Yeah, that in here." And right. <laughs> legit, that was, and then like. Him jumping the fence, like, look, I can get over, I can get over, and I was like, so that kind of started to smart get over. <laughs> this is Zach Ryder. This is the brass ring. <laughs> this is Zach Ryder reaching for the brass, the brass ring. ring. <laughs> so that was uh, the early days, and then at some point, uh, I work in Manhattan, not too far from Times Square, and mm. there's a Foot Locker in Times Square with this huge electronic billboard, and I was walk into work one day and I just see Zach Ryder, huge side <laughs> of a building. And I was like, Whoa, what's that about? And it was, it was for a meet and greet that had already happened, but uh, I still took a photo of it and posted it online on my Instagram story. And I like, like tagged it up, wrote some captions on it and stuff. But in my head, I like, let me just save a copy of the photo with like nothing on it. So I posted it up, uh, Matt sees it, gives it a like, reposts it. And then, like about five minutes after that, he messages me. So, Hey man, do you have like a clean copy of this without your shit on it? but i was like i got you man so i sent him uh the original photo just like his billboard in times square thanks man uh and that was kind of the start of our like just messaging back and forth Mm -hmm. because um as you guys mentioned i like taking photos and stuff and that's always Mm -hmm. been a thing i've been into even if it was just an iphone uh uh camera i just post stuff and kind of tag guys in it and that was well one of the guys who was very appreciative of all like i guess content we call it now that i put out there um yeah, so that was uh, the early days. And then when uh, Brian was released the first time, he obviously local to New York. Mm-hmm. So I'd seen him around and stuff. I met him at the Wrestling Universe. This was right when he was at opening cap. So that's when I like met him for the first time, talked a little bit about it. Um, never went, didn't have a car. But what could have been if I had joined up for the wrestling class? Yeah, cap? yeah. I'd see you over there. <laughs> could have been right there with Max Caster and MJF. Oh, man, another timeline. <laughs> Right, <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, and then they did the uh, Zach and Kurt figure it out stuff for WWE, and uh, obviously that's all our jams, just collecting and sure. action figures and stuff. And I was like all in, and I remember watching that first episode, taking screen grabs of the episode, and kind of like making a little collage and throwing it up, and be like, "Yeah, if you're into wrestling and stuff, like you know, check out the show." And I work in television production, so I had a lot of people like I me. Mean, I was like, "Oh, is this what you're working on now?" I'm like, "Uh, no, I'm just." just a really big fan of these guys so <laughs> just doing free promotional work for him and again not super appreciative of it and reposting stuff and saying thank you and that's kind of how the uh, whole uh you know doing photography for this community kind of took nice. off but yeah that's the origins of how i got into the matt pardon and brian myers figure collecting <laughs> uh craziness yes um and then our last question is just uh how did you, you know, you said you were a day one or earlier, but how did you first get introduced to the podcast? A uh, major wrestling figure podcast, I should say. When uh, uh, 
they transitioned from the figure it out stuff to the show, uh, the podcast show that I was there day one back when it was still Zach and Kurt on the show. And they were like tiptoeing around all the stuff you can and can't say for WWE. Um, and, uh, like I said, I love the show so much. And when they were putting out like a weekly podcast, I was like, Oh man, I'm so in on this. And again, I think, uh, I think you guys talked about it a while ago, or one of the episodes you're talking about how like there's people in the community that like, are like months behind on episodes of the podcast because there's so much more to the Facebook group and yeah. which I totally get it. But I was like, <laughs> how do you not listen to the podcast, man? That's like right. the bread and butter to me. So I, and yeah. I went about, like I said, I've only been in the group probably going on five months now. So what three four years just listening to the podcast wow. and um yeah that's so i was all in from the beginning uh, of the inception of the show and <laughs> i think the first episode was like 45 minutes it's shorter than yeah, everything yeah, else sure. and they're just like yep. all right we're kind of pushing it we don't know how <laughs> interested people are going to be in this and i was like dude you can do this for two hours I'm oh, all yeah. in. I just, super great. right i mean gosh a, a number of months back they were like like three hours long mm-hmm. and like now when I, they're like I, I think the latest episode was like an hour 30 yeah. hour 40 tops and like they've been like hour 20 and i'm like wait this is not enough God, <laughs> this is bite size but like it's also a thing now like like you said like and i i get that people have you know different schedules or you know different capabilities of when and how they listen but for me like as soon as it drops i just put headphones in and i just listen to it and do whatever it is that i'm doing and it's just one of those things that helps the day go by mm-hmm. so like i'm whenever they drop that stuff i'm like yep time to listen unless like i'm actively having to do something but right and because um, i was in the facebook group uh i listened to it every friday that was like my mm. routine like download it friday and if i don't listen to it friday saturday when i'm going fig hunting or going to like a signing meeting greet that's what i was listening to um yeah. and that was like part of my routine so much so that when i switched over to the patreon group and got the early access it was like throwing off my entire podcast schedule right. so because <laughs> yeah. i listen to like a lot of wrestling podcasts still yeah maybe more so than i watch the current product but um yeah matt and brian obviously got and mark got bumped up into rotation mm-hmm. so try to get it in before wednesday yeah. and also if you're like in the Facebook group, there's like memes and jokes about content, like oh, yeah. within hours of it going live. Well, yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, especially like when the live one is happening. Oh, yeah. Know, once a month, Eamon will have his, you know, his, his card. card ready that he <laughs> does off of some reference oh, yeah. that was made like before the episode's even done. And now that's yeah. even like, wait a minute, what? What's this about? Yeah, I know. Sometimes it would like spoil it to the point where it's like I wouldn't even go in the Facebook group. I had to listen to the episode first Before. and then I could go in that way, you know, because I didn't <laughs> yeah. want to, you know, the joke to get ruined or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's like a little teaser. I remember like yeah. the uh, recently, the like the Hook movie posters of like mm. Matt I came out. I was like, I have a feeling Hook came up in conversation. At some yeah. Point. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you start seeing that- Hook action figures everywhere and, and Rufio calls and you're like, yeah, okay, so. I guess they're talking about Hook. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah. I love the movie, so I appreciate the love and spotlight yeah. input on it. So yeah. I saw some negative words being said about Hook in the, in the Facebook group. I'm like, what is this? How dare they blaspheme <laughs> against Hook? Yeah. How can but, you not uh, like yeah. We were part of that movie poster. Yeah. Cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Step the Lander's contribution to the Facebook yeah. group. <laughs> Did you say her contribution? Contribution. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um... Yeah, so, oh man, you know, you got into it a little bit, you know, uh, 
you and I got to meet, you know, for a little bit at mm. WF five and, you know, Husfar, like he said, you know, has seen you at numerous shows at this point, but, um, you know, you, you, you started taking up photography and, uh, you know, now you go around and yeah, shoot these shows. And I, I love, you know, that, uh, you put out your, um, well, I forget exactly how you worded it, but like, here's the schedule for a non-professional guy just going out and shooting <laughs> yeah. wrestling shows. Yeah. My, uh, get, you I'm know, tour. tour. I'm not booked. I just show up and take photos. Tour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I pops on with my uh, non-wrestling fan friends because they got the gist of it. They're like, do you work in wrestling now? You're taking all these photos. I'm like, nope, just show up, take photos. Yeah. Like, you're getting paid? Like, nope, just show up, take photos. I'm not <laughs> you're shows anywhere. For- yeah. <laughs> You know, you're doing it for fun and, right. you know, I mean, I don't know, potentially, you know, if it's a thing to like, hey, maybe somebody will notice it and ask to have me do. I don't know. Is that a goal of yours at all or? Yeah, I think uh, for, like I said, when I got into it just for fun, I just want to do it. And like sure. I think with anything people do, it's really cool when you get recognized for it. Even when yeah. guys are like, hey, man, cool photo. Like, and no, I'm honored that I'm help with your new profile pictures yeah um, stuff you. like that's really cool so um yeah i like i said i i the first time i showed up at a show with like a professional camera uh i was gifted the camera through work i worked in oh, television nice. production oh. and uh we had a credit at a camera store that's been there for years nobody knew that we had a credit and my boss was gracious enough to be like well you're a good kid you know you know you you, you work hard can't give you a bonus this year but hey go spend some money on on us and i got my nice. camera uh met uh matt who's the photographer for creative pro uh oh, matt, Maddie, flood. matt flood yeah uh, check him out on instagram flood great. great dude um and i had picked his brain a couple of months earlier about photography and stuff and I'm, like i knew somewhat about television production stuff but like shooting live sports is completely different so i was mm. picking his brain about it and then he saw me at a convention i think it was a big event and i was talking to him hey i got a camera and i was at a house of glory show taking some photos again just showing up taking photos and matt matt was just like hey when you come to creative pro to take photos i'm like well i wasn't gonna because you work there he's like dude it's fine man it's like we're all like just doing the same stuff stuff we love and nice. you know, as long as you're not jumping the barricade like you know come more <laughs> to the merrier so he and he's uh been really really supportive and giving me tips about stuff and uh that's how i got into it and uh ultimately yeah if, you know if, people I'm not necessarily getting paid for this stuff but if you know uh matt's been like i said really supportive of like liking the photos and asking like hey can i get a copy of this and super kind enough for her to like credit me on photos to the point where like people are saying like recognizing the instagram handle is ny gambit on instagram mm-hmm. um nice. so uh yeah but love to do more of it if i get paid it's a bonus we'll see cross that bridge when we get to it if i can just get some kind of like press pass to get invited to the shows to shoot that'd be a cool too yeah um but like anything else just starting off for fun and mm-hmm. starting a hobby and see where it goes oh yeah yeah um you know definitely you know keep building up that resume and you know when if you feel like you get to a point where you want to you know you may have to reach out to companies um you know before they start saying like oh hey you know do you want to just start you know and, may- and maybe they will uh but you know, if you really want to, you know, get out there and do it, you know, a little more officially or whatever, and it still may not even be to get paid yet, but, uh, you know, reach out to those companies and say, hey, you know, here's some of my photos. If you need someone, uh, I can I can take photos for you. 
For um, sure. It's how a lot of it starts anyway. Yeah. yeah. But, I think um, it's like anything is kind of going a little beyond your comfort zone. Obviously, yeah. just like mm-hmm. I one thing to show up with like an iPhone. And that was yeah. my thing. I, I was super nervous going to my first show, like bringing a camera with me. I was like, somebody's going to tell me I'm not supposed to have that. Well, yeah, a lot okay. of times it's not allowed. But yeah, yeah, especially not in like AEW, WWE stuff, but like on the indie stuff, uh, they're very lax with who's got yeah. yeah, yeah. Now that now that I'm kind of doing it more, I look around like that. A lot of people have cameras here, but yeah. um, yeah, yeah I, I was a little uncomfortable doing it, but I was like, hey, you know what? This is something I like doing for fun. Like, try it. Um, when uh, I got some good photos of wrestlers. I'll message him like, hey, just sharing. I got this cool shot of you. Here you go. Maybe something for your social media. If you don't mind, maybe just give me credit and caption. Ask for that stuff. Um, uh, House of Glory is an indie that I've done a lot of stuff for and uh, like uh, on my own. Uh, but recently, they've kind of been like taking notice of the shots and kind of reaching out like, hey, man, these are really good. Uh, can we like, talk about some stuff? So hopefully that can kind of maybe lead somewhere. But yeah. again, like you said, just reaching out and kind of pushing yourself little by little outside that comfort zone. Yeah. You know, and, and when FWF happened and, you know, we could start, you know, posting stuff about it. Um, you know, Matt, uh, you know, reached out to the team and said, Hey, you know, anytime that you use these photos tag NY underscore gambit, you know? So, um, FWF was an interesting event. Cause obviously it was <laughs> tapes two weeks prior and a very small setting wasn't like huge, uh, uh, venue and uh justin walsh was there and i haven't actually met justin walsh he was there but i haven't <laughs> spoken to him and i'm like oh shit is he gonna be like cool or he's like who the hell is this guy taking photos here <laughs> um but his stuff is amazing like i i love to pick his brain uh at some point but yeah seeing the stuff that he shot that day is freaking amazing stuff yeah. um but yeah that that was one of those things i'm like oh is this am i gonna be stepping on toes if i'm here nah, i don't think <laughs> so <laughs> yeah and that reached out i was like hey i'm gonna use this photo is that cool I'm like by all means. Yeah, yeah I, I would be careful around Justin Walsh. He can be very tricky. <laughs> uh, in fact, and I'm pretty sure he did purchase Mr. Fuji's camera. So it might, no. you know, he might try to take a picture of you and it'll explode in your face. And, uh, yeah. you know, you got to be careful around that guy. He's, he's very yeah. dangerous. I'll make sure to watch my back. <laughs> um, I don't know what level you are on the Patreon, but, uh, you know, we were talking about his episode with shoes earlier and he actually does talk a lot about his, um, you know, uh, taking, you know, pictures at, you know, for live wrestling shows and how it's different than like the style that he uh, normally likes. And uh, anyway, I think there's some good information in there that you can just listen to and, and, Oh, for sure. And maybe get some like, oh, that, well, that makes sense. So, yep, yep. I've got access to the the bonus podcast. I'll definitely be listening to that. Nice. Yeah. Adding them into the rotation. Uh, <laughs> Keith's Happy Hour. I'm a big fan of that one's really, yeah. really good. Super entertaining. <laughs> yep. It's Old fun. Oh, baby. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, so you, you mentioned uh, working in uh, TV and video. Yep. So, what? Uh, what yeah. Uh, so I work for a television, produ- uh, a production company, not for any network particular. So we just generate a lot of shows and content. Um, our bread and butter right now is 90 Day Fiance. Mm-hmm. Once heard of that show. Oh. And the 17 spinoff shows that it's got. <laughs> um, I'm, yeah, pretty sh- got- I'm pretty sure Shoes like really wants to be on that show. Yeah. Or- I think it's that one. Or Love is Blind, one of the two. No, that might be it. I don't know. Anyway. 
So yeah, so I uh, since I was a kid, a uh, casting director. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it doesn't make, make a difference. My friends know that I have nothing to do with that. They still right. ask if they can get a TV show. I'm like, I'll, <laughs> nope. I'll throw in a, a good word for you, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, reality TV. Uh, you know, people like the reality TV, so that's what sure. I'm working in right now. Um, and the whole uh, reason I got into uh, production uh, ever since I was a kid, I like shooting video and editing and doing all that stuff and thinking about it, I kind of realized what put me onto that is the highlight and like video packages that they would have in WWE, WWF, like leading up to pay-per-views as much as like, I'm a fan of these characters and like storylines and matches. Like some of my most vivid memories of watching wrestling as a kid are these awesome video packages, like before pay-per-view. Um, I remember one, I think it was for SummerSlam with uh, Shawn Michaels versus Vader and it was Undertaker versus Mankind. Just, yeah. Like, these badass videos and these effects and i was like man i wish i could like do that and uh to the point where like at some point just take clips off of youtube and cut my own little reels together and that kind of stuff is like what really got me into um film and video and stuff like that and now do that for a living i mean it's 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 interesting you know that's you know you mentioned him earlier uh you know one of the first people that you met you know but ron e bosch Yep, that's what he works in too. Mm-hmm. You know, he lives in New York. I th- he works for ABC, I believe, as an editor. Uh, you know, so that's it's kind of cool. Um, you that's guys cool. were both part of like this a magazine, or what was this spread like? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm very curious about it. He's on it. You're in it. Canix in it. It's like all these like people that work girl. in New York media that are wrestling fans or work in wrestling. I it was Please the weirdest this thing. Yeah, I threw that up, and again, just confusing the shit out of my friends. They're like, "You sure you don't work in wrestling?" There's like a magazine yeah. thing with you, and I'm like, "No, I assure you, I do not work in this." So it was uh, Outlaw Wrestling at uh, hmm. Queens Brewery, Brooklyn Brewery, one of them. I think it's Brooklyn Brewery, but it's technically in Queens, which is weird. But Outlaw <laughs> Wrestling runs a show there every uh, Thursday or every first Thursday of the month, something like that. And uh, it was a show where Matt was on there with the guys from the last match musical. So it yeah, was like yes. a last minute thing. And I'm like, I'm going to, I got tickets a day of showed up and outside they have like this uh, white seamless kind of like a backdrop. And there's like a legit photographer taking pictures of people. And, you know, I was like, all right, it must be somebody doing shots for the wrestlers and stuff. And as I kind of get closer, I'm like, no, they're not wrestlers. They're just people. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's kind of weird. So I get inside and I've been to plenty of indie shows. Uh, this one had a DJ. They were live streaming it. There was like Rolling Stone right. people there covering it. Yeah. So it was like a big deal. Yeah, it was... I thought all this stuff was connected. Found out later, like the magazine photo shoot outside had nothing to do with the last match, <laughs> had nothing to do with like the band that was playing. There was like all this stuff happening. I was like, this is like, because on the outside looking in, this is the greatest indie company of all time. Like Rolling Stones here covering it. Photographers <laughs> outside taking pictures of the fans. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, the, the magazine was New York Magazine, and they do this thing where they go to different events around New York and take pictures of the people that attend the event and uh-huh. just get like a little 411 on who they are, how they got interested in said event. And that issue was like, we're going to an indie wrestling show in New York, hmm. and we're just kind of interviewing the people. And um, at the time, I was just like, I always take these photos of people. I don't really have any particular good photos of myself, so let me see if I can get like a freebie photo. And at the time, I didn't realize what it was. I thought it was like a glorified photo booth. And guys like, no, you got to sign this release and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, I thought I was going to get like a Polaroid or something. But oh, well. <laughs> uh, so I signed my name, didn't read the thing. I was like, this is fine. Uh, someone told me later, like, 
what it was for. And I was like, oh, okay, well, they're like, yeah, maybe we'll interview you if we pick your photo. And I was like, all right, cool. Didn't expect to hear from them. Uh, fast forward two days later, <laughs> I get a text from someone like, hey, I work for New York Magazine. We took your photo. Would you be interested in doing like a five, 10 minute phone interview? And I was like, uh, sure, why not? Uh, did the interview. Uh, was, they were like, yeah, we might not pick you. We just kind of want to ask people stuff. So it's very like dismissive mm-hmm. of it. I'm like, all right, whatever, let's do it. Um, I put over Matt because, of course, I'm a good major mark. That's what you do. Like, <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? What, what made you come? I'm like, Matt Cardona, the indie guy made me come to this show because it's <laughs> the hottest thing in wrestling. Um, get a whole spiel about him in there. Um, and uh, then I get a call a day later and like, hey, we just want to confirm that you said Matt Cardone is the greatest indie wrestler. <laughs> and at that time, I was just like, I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, maybe Broski would be disappointed. I was like, well, I don't want to offend every other indie wrestler on the scene right now. I'm like, he's like one of the best indie wrestlers right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I walked back like a little bit because I was at the time, I was like, I don't know who's going to be reading this. Um, but yeah, they, they confirmed what I said. And then, yeah, they shot me a text like, yeah, we're going to use you. Uh, so I got the photo and the little excerpt, wow. uh, but Ron was there. He got his photo taken. Kanek was there. And, uh, of course wearing the major pod shirt he was, I think it was like mm-hmm. for Bendy's or something, mm-hmm. but yeah, plugging in the brand. So yeah, it was super random coincidence. I just happened to be at the right place, right time. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Cause like, I, you know, I, I, I saw some of it and like, I think, um, I don't, I don't know her name, but the actress from, last match was in it and then there's like a referee sure there's a referee that's in it like just all these wrestling people and then like i said like you guys and like you're all in major stuff and i'm like what is this because like you know like said you'd see yours then you'd see canic then you'd see ron i'm like well how did all these guys get in this what is this well i'm frustrated (laughs) because i was thinking about going and if I had done it, I it would have, you know, I could have plugged MWO into this vacancy. <laughs> oh, you totally could have. Because they, like, asked me, like, what do I do for a living? And I'm just going to yeah. say that. I think you definitely be like, I'm a member of the MWO. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah I, to show you. When Matt's in town, go to his shows. Yeah, 100%. Um, I just remember seeing yours and then Canics and Ron's, and I was like, what the fuck? Why didn't I go to this? Like, I was like, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> probably in one of your moods yeah. no I think it was either I didn't have enough money or I had something else going on that I don't remember who knows <laughs> like you said one of your moods <laughs> <laughs> listen Jake I'm teasing I'm teasing um, come on now Hussvar's a sweetheart great guy he, he, he <laughs> is he's the best man mm-hmm. I think the first time we hung out to it uh for an extended period of time was a uh, Liv Morgan yes. uh, meet and greet in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. That's actually yes. where I talked to Ron too. Um, yeah. I was, I was walking. So basically it was like this uh, event for Connor's cure. It mm-hmm. was like a food festival. Yeah. And Stanford in conjunction with that, nice. they were just doing this uh, meet and greet with like Liv Morgan and uh, Baron, Baron Corbin. Yeah. For, like 25 bucks. And it was like nuts. So I took the wow. drive to Connecticut and as I'm, and I think I got there at noon, and they weren't mm-hmm. showing up till three. So I was like just walking around, like eating some food, looking at stuff. And then I see like off in the distance a major pot hat, and I was like, <laughs> again, I'm not in the group at this time, so I'm just like, I'm gonna go talk to that guy. I feel like he's Mark. <laughs> and then uh, Ron was there in gimmick, wearing the purple shirt. Oh, so I was like, all right, I'm gonna venture a guess. That's purple best wishes guy. And at that point, I did recognize you, uh, as far as I was like, all right, I've seen him at Cap, so. 
I'm gonna go say hi. I did, and we had a nice conversation. Hung mm-hmm. out, met, met Liv Morgan, Baron Corbin, got some food after, yeah. and then not five days later, I no sell uh, Ron at our gym because we he yes. was living in the city. Uh, we go to the same gym, and I had just started going to that gym, and it was I was I just going, and then I was wearing my chalk line mesh shorts, so it's like crazy shorts, you know those shorts. So I'm wearing like Shawn Michaels inspired things, and I'm a little self conscious. I'm like. This is kind of weird wearing these like bright ass red heartbreak kid shorts while right. I'm at the gym. So I'm like walking and then I see someone kind of like I'm a tunnel vision and someone like gives me the nod. I'm like, oh, somebody likes my short. So I like <laughs> give him a nod and I walk past them. Nothing of it. And I get on the treadmill. And I'm like, I think that was wrong. <laughs> so then I'm like kind of looking as I'm on the treadmill. I'm like messaging on Instagram. I'm like, hey, do you go to the gym in the city? Like by Bryant Park? He's like, yeah, you just kind of no sold me. <laughs> so I said hi. <laughs> I was like, shit, dude, I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, it was tunnel vision. I, I don't know. He just The thing is, he wasn't wearing a purple shirt. I think that's what the problem was. <laughs> he, he was. He was wearing no shirt. He actually, <laughs> he texted me that, I think that day, and was like, hey, is that is that Danny from, you know, the live signing? And I was like, I was like, it was so from far away. Like, <laughs> oh, he, wait, he, wait, he took a picture of him. With he this. took a picture. He's like, is that him? And then, like, that's why he no, no, or no, you guys no sold each other because he wasn't sure if it was you. And he was texting me to be like, was that him? And I said, I think so. And then ended up being you. <laughs> yeah, and it was the the most embarrassing part about. It was like, I spent like hours with you guys like days before. Yeah, <sighs> I think you know that kind of thing sometimes like. I'm going to get into just like a weird story. You know, it's quick though. But like, yeah, one day, like I was at my dentist and, you know, the receptionist, you know, you talk to her, blah, 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 blah. A couple days later, I see her at a car show and she's like, oh, hi. And I was like, who Who the fuck is this? And it's just because you're so used to seeing a person like in a certain certain element, a certain setting. And when you see him in a completely other place, it's like, you know something, but it's like, it's just not registering. So I get it. Uh, <laughs> yes. Hopefully anyway. Ron forget, forgave me. Since <laughs> yes. I don't know if he's clearly, I still have heat with him or not. I don't know. But no, no, you're you're <laughs> you're Oh, you're both from New York. You were both in that magazine. You're both, you know, uh, television editors. Yeah, you guys, comp- you're each other's competition, man. Yeah. Your worst enemy. It's gonna be fighting for <laughs> no. shade of purple. <laughs> I I did wear a lot of purple before. I didn't want to step on anyone's game. So I've withdrawn the purple since then. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I love purple. It's great. Yeah, it. I'm wearing it right now. Yeah. Um, I like but, purple too. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, um. So, nice. so uh, you know, we mentioned that in our Patreon. Yeah, we uh, will let our fans know who the guest is going to mm. be. And that way, if they have any questions, they're well and uh, willing. <sighs> I don't know why I'm You're tongue-tied today, huh? Things. Um, they to- are more than willing to ask a question. Um, and so Tommy Sapienza oh. says, uh, Danny's photos are amazing. My question is, what type of camera and lenses does he use? I'm shocked that I had a question dedicated or specified at me. <laughs> hey, Tommy Sapienza, I know he's another major Mark mm-hmm. who uh, I've met through, yeah. met in person, didn't make the connection, but yeah, he's a cool dude. 
Um, yeah, so I currently shoot on a Canon Rebel S4. Um, basically, like I said, uh, my company had a store credit, and I basically just looked at like what's the most expensive camera I can get with this amount of money, <laughs> and that's something that's kind of kind of light, kind of user friendly because I'm still starting off photography. Um, so yeah, I use a Canon Rebel, and the lenses I use are uh, they're Nikon old school, uh, like analog ish for lack of a better word uh, lenses, and I got an adapter. So it kind of gives it that nice, sharp look if you're like up close and getting like a portrait of somebody. Um, yeah, and it's been coming up pretty well. I think, it, like I said, I'm kind of still starting the photography thing, so it's a good starter camera. Um, and uh, thankfully, the photos have been looking pretty good. There's a lot of photos that do not look good. Hmm. Um, my first show, I think I came home and I had like 700 photos shot, Whoa. and I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "What am I doing? <laughs> this is nuts." And I talked to Matt. He's like, nope, that's completely normal. Yep, that's about right. And, uh, and then he's like, you know, a fifth of them will be good enough to post. <laughs> and then uh, started doing some photo editing and stuff. But, yeah, it's a lot of blurry photos, stuff out of focus, underexposed, overexposed. But uh, with practice, you, you, you know, you live and learn. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, what uh, you, you work in the editing portion I, I do some editing now. I'm just straight up uh, equipment manager, so I'm like an indoor cat, so to speak. Um, back in the day, I would like travel with the shoots and film and mm. be more hands-on with the shows, the stuff that we're shooting. Now I'm uh, providing cameras, lights, equipment for wherever our teams go, because with 90 Day Fiance, we shoot all over the country uh, with our cast members, so I basically get equipment to where they are going to be. So I ask the team what they need for the specific shoots they're doing, what the creative is, and uh, get them the gear that they need to do. And it's a nice gig. It's Monday to Friday, 9 to 5, you know, by our standards. But um, because when I was on the road, it'd be like, you lose weekends, the shooting schedules are like, not too dissimilar from like a wrestler, just kind of like hitting the road, doing all this stuff. And it was a good run for while it lasted. I had fun. was one summer I was like all over the place. Ended up at a Comic-Con in San Diego because we happened to be dark on a weekend. So I got tickets to go to that. So that was super fun. But yeah, these days I'm in New York. Stay here and just facilitate all that gear stuff. Do you almost prefer that? I do now. Every once in a while, I kind of miss being on the road and working on the fun stuff. Um, Because I say I work on 90 Day Fiance, but like I'm not on the shoots. I'm not there. I don't interact with the crazy cast members. So maybe (laughs) that's for the best. But uh, yeah. (laughs) Um, do you, uh, you know, so right now when you go to wrestling shows, it's, you know, more about, you know, the photography, you know, but do you have like any inkling to, you know, want to like actually film wrestling shows or, or whatever and edit them, you know, like the packages that you used to watch, you know, is that a thing that you're interested in or, uh, I was doing it for a little bit with, um, Instagram reels. I was like kind of throwing these highlight uh, packages uh, together and like uh, putting them up and the companies were reposting them, the wrestlers were reposting them. So that was super cool. Um, And it was tricky because obviously I was shooting on an iPhone and I didn't have access to anything. I wasn't like there working in official capacity. So I was getting all these shots. Um, I'm not a great person to go to wrestling shows with because I will not say sit Mm. still. I have not bought a first row, second row, third row seat in like years. <laughs> it's GA, general admission, and then I'm all over the place. Mm-hmm. At this last show I was at, I saw they had a camera up on a balcony and it was just kind of like this weird thing. And I was just like, I wonder if they would let me go up there. 
And like the commissioner of the Fed was like during intermission, like signing on. I was like, hey man, great show, by the way. Have you ever thought about putting a photographer up there? Because I just happen to be here. And he's like, you're the third person to ask today. No, you can't go up there. <laughs> ah, uh, damn it. Yeah, but I would, uh, yeah, notorious for running around taking photos and videos and stuff. And it's, um, I love editing uh, videos and stuff. Uh, Instagram is the worst platform for that just because you will spend hours putting this thing and if it doesn't fit into the algorithm <laughs> five people like it and it's yeah. like Ugh, it's just so defeat it's such a defeating feeling well, to like put this work into it and it's like you get yeah nothing. Cool. Okay. it's like yeah. mom gives me a like all right thanks, mom. <laughs> thanks mom. Video. Yeah. you know the I'm thing that sucks too fridge. is like you know, especially with what you do and, you know, the things that I've been interested in for so long and then, you know, starting to do like vlog stuff and like you work so long in, on doing it yourself and trying to get others to film in landscape. And now everything is, you know, reels and TikTok. <laughs> and now they just want you to hold it up, you know, straight up and down. You know, it's yeah. like no it, horizontal anymore. It It, it looks horrible <laughs> yeah and then that 15 to 20 seconds is a sweet spot i'm like i can't recap a whole show in 20 seconds so no uh, i think i got to the, when the last i haven't done one in a couple of months but i've done some for like cap and mm. um they're really cool i'm really proud of them i try to like pin them on my profile and every once in a while if i really like one um i don't know if you guys are familiar with amazing red yeah uh, he mm -hmm. so he he's a old school like tna guy yeah. he's super yeah. in the indies um, he had a match with Will Ospreay at House of Glory. Oh, that was the fuck. I bet first that House was of Glory amazing. Went to. And a, the, the match was phenomenal. It's like yeah. two freaking high-flying legends. And I just happened to be like in all these spots getting these videos. And it's like one of the coolest videos I've edited. Um, it got some good traction because Will Ospreay saw it and he reposted mm. it. I'm like, thank God somebody. Like, <laughs> yeah, so I was appreciate it. So, yeah, so that got a ton of views. But it was like really, really cool video i put together but yeah i was like oh can't shoot this way i gotta shoot that way because you <laughs> yeah. know instagram prefers that but uh yeah it's that that stuff is super cool but nowadays it's like one or the other i either do video or photos at the at these shows and okay time being photos is what i'm gonna try to focus on just try to like i said just take the hobby see as far how far it'll go yeah, yeah. i think that's cool and so then you, you don't well it's different I was going to say, then you don't have to worry about doing all this editing. You, you still have to, you know, work on the photos and stuff, though. Yeah. <laughs> Go through um, 700 photos, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of work. And at, at that point, for a hobby, it's kind of rough because it's like, all right, well, <laughs> do I want to spend this whole weekend kind of editing these photos when I'm going to post maybe 10 of them? Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, recently, Matt kind of asked, like, again, Maddie from uh, Creative Pro, the photographer, is super cool dude. He just gave me tips on how he does stuff. He's like, guys have a Dropbox link or something so the guys can see the stuff. And I was like, okay, well, I was really asked for that. So we'll see if I do or not. And sure enough, Matt's like, hey, can we look at your photos from FWF Live so see what you got? And I was like, oh, shit. He's going to see all my bad photos. <laughs> so immediately did like a media pass. All right, this one sucks. This one's good. This one sucks. This one's good. Uh, threw it in a Dropbox. And I was like, hey, even though these are the good ones, uh, they're not edited, so they can be better. Uh, so, But I'm not going to spend the time editing them if they're not going to, you know, be used just because you know I've got the day job so not enough hours in the day but i told yeah. matt like by all means look at the folder see what you like if there's anything you like let me know and i will clean it up please just <laughs> let me and that was more more so than anything because he's like i was like let me know if you want to take anything he's like yeah yeah we'll compensate you if we decide to do it. i'm like not even i'm like that's cool but 
apart from that, like if my name's gonna be attached, please give me a chance to clean it up a little bit before you do anything right. with it. Right. Um, so yeah, hopefully he you will let me know that. Billy, you let me know if he takes anything out of the folder. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now you got to compensate Billy because that's more work Billy's got to do. Oh God, <laughs> Billy, you got to compensate me because I came up with the idea. So you're right. Yeah, every, you everybody compensate me. That's right. Because I witnessed it all. Or yeah, chocolate? No, chocolate. chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, see, this is fun. You're able yeah. to talk all about yourself, and yeah. and it's it's intriguing. Yeah. Oh yeah. As I'm watching the clock, I'm like, I've been talking way too long. <laughs> no, not really. We talked about ourselves for forty, yeah, for like minutes, 40 so. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's cool. Um but no, I mean we we can unless you guys, you know, Husfar or Jake have anything specific that you guys want to get into. Not necessarily. I really enjoyed the all the photography talk. I mean it's really cool and you know, definitely a unique aspect mm-hmm. uh, because I mean, without people like you, we don't get to view these amazing photos and kind of you know, Yeah, exactly. And and live through um, you know, what you're capturing so it's pretty pretty cool and pretty awesome that uh that you're doing that and uh you know just definitely can't wait to see uh you know what you continue to do with your future for sure appreciate that yeah Yeah. i think um one of the cooler compliments i got recently was uh chris wayne is in the uh facebook group Mm -hmm. this awesome uh cosplay stuff and super supportive guy i love the dude i met him so nice yeah really nice dude but he was like hey this reminds me of like the monday night raw after the pay-per-view where you didn't order the pay-per-view and they have like the still photos. Of oh yeah. The night before. Right. Yeah. And I was like, I get you 100%. Yeah. I'm like, and thank you for that. I, I yeah. appreciate that. Cause realistically, I mean, these are indie shows. We're not going to be able to go to all of them. So sure, for I sure. know like if I'm around and, and being part of the Facebook group, is really cool. Cause I'll, I'll have these photos, obviously maybe primarily of Matt, Brian, uh, Steph, Mark now. But mm-hmm. if we can't go to everything, but yeah, if I'm in New York at a show and I've got some photos, I toss them up so people can see like, oh, this is yeah. what happened at House of Glory or this is what happened at Creative Pro um, so that we can all kind of have a, a taste of what's happening around the country. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you uh, now that you're getting to know more of these people, you know, you can get those candid shots, uh, uh, you know, of major marks, too, because you got the, <laughs> the picture of what Shawnee like getting out of his car as oh, he's yeah. like getting yes. ready to sneak into the event <laughs> yeah it was like perfect timing i walk out and then i just see like him pull up like <laughs> i've been doing it wrong i need to show up shows at intermission because he got a parking spot literally at the door and yeah. like it's jamaica queens parking is atrocious it's like the worst parking situation i gotta get there an hour early just to find a spot and shawnee just parks at the door <laughs> comes out with the sig you know <laughs> and then uh, just waltzing on in just like hey how much is that's like it's like 20 bucks to get in he's like he's like you think i could just walk in i was like probably <laughs> and i think that night was weird because i maybe i don't go out during intermission but they like marked my hand and i've been to a bunch of, of those shows and uh they never done that before so at that mm. day i was like it, it's gonna be an interesting time to try that because they've never put a thing on my hand and this <laughs> is the day they did it so you know try it and yeah, i walk in show the, the hand Shawnee walks in, throws the hand, and the guy's like, okay, cool, cool. Oh, wait, what was that? Can I see you? And then he just kept walking. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Sean, if I'm so, so giving away your secrets. But yeah, then... Uh, no, Shawnee he even said it. <laughs> you posted about it. <laughs> and then Sean made it in, like Hulk Hogan, NWO style, middle of Nitro, just waltzing on in. Yep. <laughs> but I uh, the moment where Steph DeLander saw him, like, on well, the ramp. Right. Like, yeah. Yep. And, and, that's, and then flicked him off. <laughs> 
and then flip them off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that that and that's kind of what I'm getting at. You know, it's like you know now that you're you know forming these relationships with people, and you know it's like you're you're not only just able to capture those wrestling moments, but these moments with people that you're connected to. Uh, and and that's that's a fun story to be able to tell through photography. I gotta get a picture of Jake. Jake next time yeah. around. Absolutely. Oh, he'll, man. Absolutely. he'll be ready <laughs> yeah. like every time he walks by you like a, a muscle will be flexed. Which muscle <laughs> I don't know. But <laughs> depending on how much I drink, neither do I. <laughs> oh I'll get man. you that new profile picture. We'll get you a new profile. There we go. Yeah, I like it. Let's do it. <laughs> Sicko. Um you uh do you do you usually just stick around, you know, that northeast area for shows, you know, for uh for live events, you know, have you have you been to a live event yet? The only uh major live event I've been to is the very first one with Sam Roberts. I don't even know if that counts oh, wow. the numbering. That was yeah. the first no, that's, that's the number first one. one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I don't know if yeah, I've just Caroline's. missed some in New York, but I feel like it's been a while since we've had I, one. No, well, actually, three. You three. Uh, best wish there was and grill. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, it was on yeah. that Long Island. Yeah. Uh, I forget why I couldn't make it to that one. Uh, but yeah, I missed that one. But ever since I've kind of gotten super like into, even before I joined the group, I'll just keep an ear out for like what's going on so I can attend because they look like a blast, man. I, I I'm looking forward to Kowloon's coming yes. up this summer. Yes, I will drive over for that for sure. Yeah, and yep, so that that's kind of what I was wondering, you know, we'll if, be there. You, if you ever plan on doing any traveling and more traveling for it. And, you know, obviously Kowloon is next and then, you know, Florida will be in January and yeah, just not sure, like, you know, what your uh, plans were for, for, you know, getting out to different shows. But if Kowloon is on that list, that's, that's pretty sure. cool. That's an, if it's driving distance, I'm down. I was debating going to Florida last January, this past January. Mm. Um, the timing didn't work out right and funds were a little tight, but uh, I definitely yep. want to travel. Typically for wrestling stuff, I don't really travel, but it's something I I kind of started rethinking recently. Like I've never really traveled for like a WrestleMania or anything, but I was mm. like, it looks like so much fun and it, it yeah. is like a vacation. Just like people take their yearly vacation or whatever. Mm-hmm. That could be my yearly vacation. Oh, right. Like a show and all the fun yeah. stuff that comes along with it um, that yeah. week. We do Disney usually, you know, a bunch of us will go to Disney after or whatever. So that's always fun. Like maybe next time we'll do Universal or something. But yeah, those are always one of the, the, the more fun ones to do. Mm-hmm. You can go visit Super Gabby down in Florida. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we've, yeah, we've, we've been there a couple Gabby's. times. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he, I've interacted with him on Instagram. Uh, he's an interesting cat. Oh, Very yeah. Interesting cat. Um, yep. Quick story. Sorry. I hate talking, but no, no you're fine. I'm going to keep doing it. So at the House of Glory show where Matt won the House of Glory title, mm-hmm. before the show, um, yeah. I Super Gabby was outside. Yeah. He's like, that's Super Gabby. So I like went up and said, hey, Super Gabby, I know you can fly. And of course, he's like, yeah, somebody knows me, recognizes me, <laughs> some friends, and just like, yeah, you know, Pa, you know. So I got the photo with him, quick selfie. And uh, this was uh, along the whole I'm not booked, I just show up and take photos tour. And uh, I got a photo of Zack Sabre Jr. with his uh, New Japan TV title just randomly. He was out meeting people, got a nice photo of him. And then uh, MJF was at Creative Pro. Husbar yes. was working security. Yes. <laughs> and I was with my camera taking photos. And I did not realize there was additional security keeping people from getting near him. But I was just like, again, tunnel vision. I'm taking photos. And I turn around like there's security here. Shit. But 
I was like, well, no <laughs> yeah, one's but, kicking me out yet. So yeah, but you you asked, you came over and asked, and then I, I asked for you, and like you were totally cool. <laughs> yeah, that was that was I was like, hey, can I get a photo yeah. of MJF? And then he's and the only time MJF has not flipped me off or cursed me out uh, was the time I was for free. Just came like, hey, can you get a shot for Cap? Because he was in front of the step and repeat. Yes, mm-hmm. so I got that. So I'd done these two photos, and here's Matt about winning the House of Glory title, and I was like it'd be really cool if I get a shot of Matt with this title because that'll be like three for three. Um, but he had told me before the show, he had a show in Ohio the next night. So he wasn't coming out. Oh. And I was just like, shit, I really, really, really want a photo of him and Seth with this, with this new title. So uh, I'm messaging him on Instagram. I'm like, Hey man, I don't know if you're going to see this. And if it's not cool, it's not cool. But like, could I get back there and get like a photo? I think he was like, maybe for the, like the Facebook group. And uh, obviously he's doing his thing. So he's not seeing it. And then I see super Gabby, like heading <laughs> towards the locker room. And I was just like, Hey, Gabby. And he's like, hey, Pa, how you doing? And you go like, remember me from before the show. And I was like, hey, are, are you going to go see Matt now? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to see Matt. I'm going to see Matt. I was like, dude, can I come with you for a photo? And then he's just like, yeah, let's go, Pa, let's go, Pa. <laughs> and then while this is happening, there's a security guard at the door watching this transpire. And he's just like, all right, I don't care. He, you're with him. Go ahead. He's walking in. And I don't think Gabby had any sort of credentials. He just like waltz <laughs> into the back. I got there and again he just Matt randomly just, looks like he belongs anywhere he's yeah. at. Like even though or, he's like the most the craziest character. They might be a little nervous to stop him. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. They're like, yep, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's just not let him cause a scene. Yeah, he's like, all right, you just go on. Just don't yeah. hurt anybody. So yeah, so once that again, uh Matt's super cool and like kind of saw me and he knew what was up. So he's like, so hang on. He goes, grabs the tight, he's like, let's go and grab Steph is like, hey, we're gonna take one more photo uh, for this guy. And then I uh, got the photo, and uh, yeah, that was my interaction with Super Gabby. And then uh, <laughs> I, I got a picture of Super Gabby with Jacob Fatu. It was like a thank you, because he was like saying hi to uh, Fatu. And I guess Fatu bought stuff off, off of him. So oh, I saw wow. them interacting, and I said, hey, Gabby, do you want like a like a photo photo? And he's like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. And it was like a really nice photo. Right. I sent it to him later that night. And then that was a Friday. And then Sunday, I get a phone call from someone I don't know. And I was like, Hello? And I guess through Instagram, because I had sent yep. him the photo. He's like, hey, Pa, how's it going? What are you doing? You want to come through now? Want to come through now? And I was like, Gabby? He's like, yeah, yeah, you want to come out now? Like, one chill? I was like, what? <laughs> he thought I was someone else in Florida, because he's back in Florida at this point. And here I am thinking I've befriended Gabby, and he's asking me to hang out with him on a Sunday morning. And I'm just like, uh, I got to go visit my grandma, dude. But, like, where are you at? <laughs> and I, eventually I realized he's in Florida. I'm like, who do you think I am? And he's like, you want to buy that Legion of Doom, right? And I was like, no, <laughs> not at all. I was like, I'm the guy that sent you the photo with Fatu. He was like, oh, my bad, bro. All right, click. <laughs> and I was like, that, that'll that be my one Gabby interaction for the year. But maybe next year in Florida, maybe I'll pay him a visit. Be careful. I, you got to wear a Legion of Doom shirt around him next time you see him. He beat me up last time we were he there. Did. Yeah, he beat with a baseball bat. bat. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. You gotta be careful. Yeah. Watch your back. You yeah. definitely gotta be careful. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think Shawnee snitched him out for trying to steal something or yeah. not that Husbar was actually, I think Shawnee made it up and said, Hey, Husbar stealing. Yeah, and I saw I saw Shawnee, he had a bunch of markers in his pocket. He's drawing like uh things on his hands so he can get into, you know, clubs and stuff now and wrestling <laughs> events. So oh, watch out for that guy. <laughs> That's the way to do it, just carry some pasta buns in your pocket yeah. and get any club you want. Well, don't use the pasta, those are water based, and they'll he'll right, scratch he's off. Runs and sticks all down his arm. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm a well, 
Um, let's go ahead and move on to our uh, final segment of the show, where every yeah. week it gets posted in the uh, Facebook group that if uh, Husfar, Jake, or myself answer your question, we will send you a four by six. Danny, you are, of course, welcome to still hang out and, and answer along with us if you would like. Um, so I'm ready. Go ahead. Joshua Stapleton. <laughs> I figured. He says, I'm stealing this from the major pod. What five figures would make your childhood Toy Story movie? Childhood is key, right? Childhood. Okay. Which is not much different than my adulthood. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, childhood, I would go with, um, I think it was Kenner, maybe? I would go with one of the original Swamp Thing figures. Kenner, yep. Um, I think uh, he would be fun to mix in there. Um, so there's Swamp Thing. Uh, I would go with um, a, a Donatello figure. Uh, but, you know, Ninja Turtles was always good about having you know, them as like these different characters and stuff. And for whatever reason, one that's sticking out is Donatello is like the Viking dwarf. If you remember that. Um, mm. So I, I would pick him. Swamp Thing, Donatello. Um, I'll go with the uh, Red Pants, Shawn Michaels, the Series 2 series Bone two. Cruncher. I would go with Janine Melnitz from Ghostbusters. Shawn Michaels probably be hitting on her or something. <laughs> and then one more. No, that's it. Four. There's only four. Five. On, no. Oh. Oh, it is five. Okay. So on the show, never mind. I'm mixing things up. I was mixing Mount Rushmore. Um, okay. One more. Uh, so I got a Ghostbuster, a wrestler, comic character, and a Ninja Turtle. Covering um, all the major groups. Nice. Yeah. Like that. Uh, last one. Geesh, what would it be? Um, a stuffed Fozzie bear. Nice. There you go. I haven't heard of that in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all just these very, I mean, sort of different, uh, yeah. you know, types of characters that all would be, you know, interacting with each other. You know, when I yeah. go to bed or, you know, go, go to school or, yeah. you know, whatever, you know, when I leave the room, they all start, you know, doing their thing uh that's yeah. those would be my five. Oh yeah i think uh for me i'm gonna go with uh i gotta go with uh purple heart hasbro bret hart so, yeah, I, I i know it wasn't the mail away but it would have been a uh, series eight i believe or no 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 it was series four there was like a variant or whatever anyway um uh, i gotta do Raphael, um one of the original ones i didn't have the one of the funky ones I had a uh, grapple gun Batman. Uh, I had a GI Joe Sergeant Slaughter, and um, I got to go with uh, Tommy the Green Ranger, the Fliphead Ranger. Oh, good choice, good choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's my five. All right, I have mine. Green Ranger is like the, the threshold everyone wants to be that cool. Like yeah. that was the yeah. epitome of cool. That, that is a good yeah. choice too. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, Toy Biz uh, Wolverine uh, X Men that with the yellow and the black stripes with the claws that you push them and they they yep. come out. Um, I I play with that like crazy as a kid. 
um, the Toy Biz Spider-Man the Animated Series. Mm. Let's go Web Parachute because he had more of the... Um, you could move his arms up like that, you know, with the... Um, I don't even know what it's called right now. Instead of just the straight, you know, moving right. the arm like that. Yeah, like the articulation kind of like... Articulation. Like that. Yeah. Yes. Um, the Kenner uh, Batman, but we're going to go with the... Um, the Dark Knight collection, the one that looks like Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the Toy Biz ones with the belt that kind of was attached by the the string that popped yeah. out. But um, the Michael oh, Keaton yeah. one is that the one nice. that had like the clip on? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Look at that! Yeah. Exactly. This is like our meeting with Danny. You we mentioned something. Uh, so, and this hasn't happened, but in in most our episodes, someone will get brought up, and then he'll just go, "Oh, this guy." Yeah, <laughs> that's me funny. today. Um, no, I'm gonna nice. pick that. I'm, I'll pick that one just because I had it. Um, and but with the Michael Keaton mouth, because there's two versions. Mm-hmm. There's one with like more of a comic book mouth, and more that's kind of more chiseled jaw, uh-huh. Michael Keaton. But like me now, if I were to pick what it would be the Dark Knight Collection one, which came out like I think like a year or two after, the, nice. right before Batman Returns, um, the Crime Attack one, I think it was called. But uh, we're gonna go with the one um, Danny showed. Um, then I'm gonna pick uh, Jack's Bad Boys Stone Cold. That's the Stone Cold with the the trunks and the black knee pads. Um, my close second would be the Special Edition KB Toys exclusive with the. Um, Austin three sixteen shirt, but I'm going wrestling gear this time. And then I'm pulling a page from Jake. I'm gonna go with either the green or the white ranger, but the um with the seven inch the taller ones, ones that came yeah. with the the Zords. Um, those ones I I just I think I liked them a lot more because they were a little bigger and they had more articulation. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you know, on the green ranger, he had you know the um I know on the the flip head it was gold. But it's just you know bigger, um, and it looked right. gold. So those are my five: Wolverine, nice. Spider-Man, Batman, Stone Cold, Power Ranger. Oh, oh yeah, Danny. Danny, what about you? Uh, bang him out! I'll go with the uh, Batman '89 Batman with the utility belt because yeah. one of my favorite figures. Yes. Uh, that's one. I will do. Uh, also, there was a Deadpool action figure from a. Uh, Toy Biz. Yes. And it was way before I knew who Deadpool was. Yes. So I oh. thought it was a Spider-Man. He had like a retractable yes. knife. And I was like, I don't know why Spider-Man has a knife, but Spider-Man's <laughs> gonna get some shit done. He's gonna shank some people. Right? <laughs> so Batman, Deadpool, uh Jake the Snake Hasbro, because as I said earlier, my favorite, one of my favorite Hasbros. Uh need a love interest. I'm gonna go Shitara from Thundercats. Yes. And uh Wild Card, I think I'll do Teddy Ruck- Ruxpin. That the, oh, yeah, dude. I think wow. that was the first I toy that. I remember having. Yeah. yeah, so a little cross section of all That's my. Awesome I like that a lot. Toys. My brother yeah. had that and the caterpillar. Yeah, I I never uh, had one, but my my cousin she did. And the mother goose. There's a mother goose too mm. that like had an animatronic mouth and it would read mother goose stories and my brother loved that fucking thing. It's <laughs> uh, awesome. Oh, it's, Jake, are you ready? Uh, I, I can pick nope. one. If you... <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Let's go with uh, AJ Jarvis. He says, you guys prefer crisps, maybe chips in the USA, or chocolate? Yeah. I'm intrigued. It's a good question. Um, and, and I had learned uh, mm-hmm. from hanging out with, with TTD and Willie 
that they pretty much refer to all candy as chocolate. Really? Yeah. Mm. How does uh, that work? That it's just different things. Savages. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. I mean, what what do you what if you want like Starburst or Skittles? You just like, give me some no chocolates. Rhyme or reason to that. I, I chocolate if Skittles. I'm not mistaken, I think you know, like that's you know, that's just their like slang for it. Yeah, hmm. you know, just like um, vacation is a holiday, right? It's like to me, like chocolate is just chocolate. Chocolate, like right. holiday is a holiday. <laughs> You know, so so but, I guess if we prefer chip, lazy like, talk about like potato chips, yeah, potato yeah, chips and candy chips. Oh, so basically, oh, you're a sweet or savory kind of oh, guy. Oh man, yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm a I'm a spicy nacho Dorito guy all day <laughs> long. I mean, you can't beat that. Not I, I really try not to eat any of this stuff, um, especially like candy and all that. Yeah, there except <laughs> when it's late at night and we record yeah. MWO. You know, and you, I, know, I just had some. Chips. I just had some licorice. <laughs> You had licorice and a cookie. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I didn't drink anything tonight, so whatever. Good. Anyway, yeah. So today is a sweet tooth day, but normally, um, yeah, if I if I have to choose one or the other, I definitely got to go with chips, uh, like pork rinds, or you know, funyuns, like something yeah. like that. Yeah, I, that's what I, that's my jam if I'm going to do something like that. I got a um an if on mine. So if chocolate means all candy. <laughs> Then I pick chocolate in this situation. Chocolate, I like, uh, chocolate. I like, um, I like sweet stuff. Star, you know, mainly sour, like Sour Patch Kids. You know, Starburst stuff, like Jolly Rancher stuff, like that. But if it means like chocolate, like as we know it, chocolate, like milk chocolate, dark chocolate, whatever. I'm going cr- uh, crisps or chips. Um, you know, uh, garlic, onion, uh, um, wise potato chips are great. Uh, mm. Doritos. Uh, you know the sweet spicy chili Doritos specifically. That's my favorite. Those Dorito. are my favorite. Um, you know Cheetos, uh, flaming hot Cheetos, whatever. Um, I'm going with that. But if, like I said, if chocolate means all candy, I'm going chocolate. Man, uh, it really just depends on the mood. Yeah, you know. Um, but I would say that I probably end up having candy more than I have yes. chips, just because it's more accessible. At times, I guess I don't know. Um, so I, I guess I lean more towards the candy, and it would be like Reese's, you know, especially like the holiday stuff, you know, uh, oh, you know like that the, time of the, the year, eggs. Easter, pumpkins, yeah. Christmas that's, trees, whatever. Yeah. Um, Those that's I, I, Billy would just be loaded up on Reese's bats. His whole they're the best. Camp. Well, no, I'm just because saying, I'm the like, children of the night. I like that. I like Batman. <laughs> I love it. Embrace the darkness. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I think I'd have to go chips. I'm not a big candy guy. I don't know if that sounds from like my parents never buying me candy growing up. Going to the store, like, can I have this? No. All right. So they crushed my <laughs> will for sweets. Um, unless cookies are part of it. Are we kind of cookies as part of that? Oh, that's a baked good. I, I, hold yeah. on. <laughs> that, that, that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now we're we, we to the mix. Yeah. It's the only, the only, yeah, no. Cookies I'm not a big candy guy. Treat. Yeah, I'm not a candy guy, but if in terms of sweetness, I will uh, will never say no to a chocolate chip cookie. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're yeah, talking like cookies. baked goods. Now you're talking about you can do brownies and donuts. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. Oh, that's yeah. a whole oh, other that's, topic. Yeah, that's I'm going chips. Cool Ranch Doritos are my go-to. Yeah, those are the best. So we're all Dorito boys. Yeah, yeah. classic. Um, uh, <laughs> um, 
Gotta smooth. give it up to AJ Jarvis too. He's been yeah. been away for a little while. Uh, yeah, old buddy of the show. He's a good um, dude. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll just go Justin Erie. He's he's had enough of my four by sixes, but whatever. I'm going with this. <laughs> um, what is your for his house? Might as well. Um, what is your favorite song that has a color in the title? This is tough because there's a lot of good ones. Oh, I already um, know it. I'm going, I know it too. I'm going um, Paint It Black by the oh, Rolling Stones. Yeah. Uh, this is just a, a song that I always love, and I love kind of the um, like the story like it tells, you know, like, you know, who who doesn't have, you know, when you have a bad day, you want everything painted black. You know, I want, you know, all the colors gone, you know, I, you know, everyone gets in that mood sometimes. So, and it's, it's just also like just a badass song. Like if you played it as like, in like a movie, like what they did it in, um, black Adam when he's destroying all the, the military, Mm -hmm. it was kind of dope, you know, having Mm -hmm. that song playing the, um, in the background. So I'm going that kind of, I mean, there's a lot of other ones I would pick too, but yeah, that one. You know, Josh Stapleton said uh, Billy Idol or Murder Doll's White Wedding. Like, that's a great... Ooh. I love Billy Idol. Uh, yep. So, um, whoever's next? Billy. Pick your song. <laughs> um, <laughs> snorting over. Maybe maybe I'd go with The Who, Behind yeah. Blue Eyes. Okay. I like that's that cool. song a lot. It's good. Like I said, I, you could go with several others as well, but... Sure. I like oh, that yeah. one. Jake? Well, actually, I don't want to go last because I have a terrible one. Oh, go okay. ahead, please, please. When it was a music question, I was like, I panic. I'm like, I forgot all the songs now. <laughs> That's what <laughs> happens to me every time. I feel like it's going to be like the, the major pod episode a couple weeks ago when they were talking about taste in music. Um, only because it's a, it, this, this, this question was a color. Um, the first thing that popped in my head that I kind of pop for when I hear it is Blue by Eiffel 65. That like oh, that the blue song, yeah, because it was like such a song that me and my friends like made fun of, but it's like kind of low key, kind of catchy, kind of enjoy. It's fun. They and and they played it in Iron Man three randomly, and big pop in my movie theater. Right, well, during the is it the night? Yeah, it's the nineties scene. It's a flashback. Yeah, yeah, and it like immediately puts you in that. Well, and now there's that. Oh, the remix cover version. Oh, yeah. WWE drove into the ground. Was oh, it like is a pay per view song? Is that where it came from? I didn't. The first time I heard it was when <laughs> I house. when I stayed in the the major house in Florida, and Brian just had that song on repeat. Like I probably heard oh, that man. song like forty times that weekend, and then Canic used it as his entrance music yes. for Live Two Thousand. Awesome. Um, <laughs> but I was like listening to it. I'm like, oh, this. Well, this sounds like it, but it's a little different. And then it's like this chick starts singing, you know, and she's like, had the time of my fucking life. I'm like, what? B.V. Rexa. Yeah, there we go. Oh, that's right. B.V. Rexa. Who took a cell phone to the face recently at a concert, which Ron was at. Yeah. Apparently interviewed on the news. Yes. From his own network. (laughs) Wow. Oh, that's what that. Yeah. I saw the picture of him. She got a black eye. Yeah. It's so some fucked was like, up. Some dude's wow. like, I they caught the guy. He was just like, I yeah. threw my phone at her because I thought it'd be funny. Be funny. And then got arrested just like, yeah, you assaulted her. Yeah, it's assault. But, uh, but yeah, assault, w- brother. 
Was it so, one yeah. of the pay-per-views? One of the pay-per-views this year, WWE used that as like the highlight okay. video. Yes. Okay. You know when they play WWE picks a, com- a song for their commercial, you're gonna hear that song a lot. Over and over. Like that was months. one of them. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's why Brian started playing because it that makes the same sense. Time where, yeah. yeah, I was gonna use that for a highlight video, and then Brian once Brian was supposed, I'm like, I think we've jumped the shark on that one. So <laughs> he probably still yeah. like it. Jake, yes, your song. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Um, let's see. Forgot. Can't bench press your okay. way out of this one. Uh, this Jingle one, yeah, I got it. But thanks, Phil Hartman. All right, so <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with uh, something, Billy. I know he's expecting me to pick Pink by Aerosmith, but I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> oh, you son of a! You son of a! He swerved you. He swerved you. Yeah, um, I gotta go with Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden. I yeah, I always song. forget who it is, but you you're the one that introduced me to fake sound garden. Yeah, um oh, real shit. good. Sounds yeah, yeah. just like um Black Hole Sun. Operator. Operator. Yeah. What a dumb name. Yeah, very dumb. Soul Crusher by Operator. Check it yeah. out. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, Black Hole Sun. Exactly like, uh, I like it. Chris Brunel. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what I'll do. All right. Deal. 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 Well, I think that's it. That's it. Yep. We done Zilla. <laughs> yeah well danny uh I, I, I think you did all right yeah, yeah. for your first podcast yeah hopefully your listeners hung around to this part so sorry if they hey, didn't you know <laughs> we don't know if they do for for you know, us any, for us <laughs> we don't but they listen to some of it yeah. <laughs> well there is that one guy he listens to he waits till the very very end well, I'm not, not going to say who it is. He, but, no, 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 no. He'll, he he always he skips to the very end to yeah. see if he was mentioned or not. And then exactly. he goes, ah, dang it. Oh, I guess I got to listen to the rest. Right. <laughs> cool. Thank you for having me, guys. No, okay. no Thank you problem. for joining us, man. It was Appreciate a lot of it. fun. It was so much fun. Yeah. Glad to learn more about you and, you know, can't wait to, you know, see you at another show. Kowloon. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Looking forward to seeing everybody in real life. Definitely. Right. Jake, and that you better one, come. We'll see that, and that one will be a lot cooler than like you know. I, we got a we talked very briefly, I think, at FWF, but it would have been so short because like I was super busy. Kowloon yeah, yeah, would sure. be a lot of fun because I'll be the super busy, bar. but then the aftermath where the it's just hanging area. out is just. You're gonna hear us talk about this all the way up until the show, and it's not even trying to sell the show. It's just. It's, it's the best for hangouts. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. Maybe I'll, I've heard good things. Maybe I'll know. get another bottle of Terramana and, and pour you shots underneath the table like I did everyone. <laughs> Give Ricky oh, Stark some oh, more oh, shots. Hot shots. <laughs> hot shots. There's no ice. They're hot shots. <laughs> I kept it cool. I had a cooler in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Thank you again, again, Danny. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, man. Thank you Thank very you much. Thank you so much. Husfar, take us out. Play my song. You're listening to the Major Pod Network. Nope. That's the wrong music. I got Galoom, a Hasbro Dusty. I got the merch that drives the marks while the ring-worn gear. They want to wear it. H-A-R-D. Just like Blue Chew, I'm just a Major Mark. Major Mark. I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. 
I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy. Claim all the figs. Claim all the merch. Like Super Gabby. You already know the Michael Jordan. And Scotty Pippen. With Phil Jackson. Always scratching that itch. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy. I'm just a major mark, major mark. I'm not a toy boy, toy boy. Hey, all you major marks, claim all that merchandise. <laughs> <laughs>